Depending on where you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the fifth episode of Expressions and Definitions. I'm Nicole Renee, your host. In case you guys didn't already know, you know at this point, it's episode five, come on. But I want to thank you guys all for tuning in to another episode of Expressions and Definitions. I'm so sorry that I didn't post yesterday, you know, life happens, Um, but I'm still trying to keep the twice a week schedule, and if this podcast continues to grow, which I hope it does, we'll probably have to add more days but for now we're still sticking to the twice a week uh poetry one day and then talking to the author the next day i want to thank you guys so so much i keep saying it again but you don't know how grateful i am that you guys have tuned in to support this podcast this very specific and particular podcast on poetry also i want to say happy black history month yay um i'm so excited uh, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty much excited no matter what. I'm proud to be black no matter if it's February or March. But um, I'm really excited. I guess the older I get, the more I realize the importance of knowing your history and knowing the people that came before you. I posted it all over my social media today. I know people are probably sick and tired of seeing it, but <laughs> but I just wanted to. Um, try to while I have podcasts in the month of February well I'm trying to do that more than past February but I want to try to add um you know words of encouragement um or even quotes from famous black uh, male and female artists and one I wanted to mention today I mean it goes without saying you know a Toni Morrison but I was reading through some literature and I found this poem Someone had referenced uh, her noble lecture from 1993, and so I had went and looked it up, and I found this um, quote, which really, really stuck with me. And it said, "Oppressive language does does more than represent violence. It is violence. It does more than represent the limit of knowledge. It limits knowledge." Uh, again, that's by Toni Morrison from her lecture in 1993, and I found that so moving. And I said, you know, if I find it moving, I'm sure others will find it moving if they already didn't know but I thought this was a very good quote uh Toni Morrison is one of my favorite authors uh, when I'm not reading poetry I'm reading pretty much everything you know fiction I don't really read non-fiction but I read a lot of fiction well anyways uh if you guys are listening and you have any favorite quotes you know let me know on Twitter and you know Again, we can share and retweet, and I will read it because I read everything you guys send me. So, yeah, that's just one of my favorite ones by the wonderful Toni Morrison. Uh, just to give you guys a heads up for this or well, today's uh, podcast, we will be featuring Sherelle Carter, and she is the lovely poet we read last week, Unrequited, her poem. And I can't wait to hear from her, and I can't wait from you for you guys to hear from her. Um, and yeah, so again, uh, stay tuned, and thank you so much for listening, and I really hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hello, this is Sherelle. This is she, this is she. Good to hear you, Nicole. We made you. Yay, yay. <laughs> I'm so glad you're able to be on my podcast today. Yes, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Yes, welcome to the fifth episode of Expressions and Definitions. But I have to ask you this question first, since the podcast is uh, surrounding the definition of love. What does it mean to you, love? Is it actions? Is it words? Like, what is it? What is it? 
that's good um i i've come to view love as sacrifice lately and by sacrifice i mean like how deep or how authentic is your love if you're not willing to sacrifice something that's not in your best interest for the best interest of someone else like if you can have sacrificial love i think that's the epitome of love that i've experienced or given thus far but i'm still learning and i got a lot to learn (laughs) (laughs) i understand you know it's cool though that i you know you said sacrifice or sacrificial love because i think that is the strongest form it's almost like selflessness because you're saying i'm gonna put you before anyone else so i think that's a great answer Mm, i like that selfless yeah so for your poem unrequited which if you heard last week's uh, podcast, I really enjoyed. I like pulled it apart. I loved every part of it. <laughs> but what inspired you to write that poem? Ooh. Um, do you want the nitty gritty or do you want like gloss over? <laughs> I want whatever you want to tell me because, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay. Well, current events in the life of Sherelle have led to um, (laughs) a bit of, you know, an unbalanced being when it comes to the give and take of love. Mm -hmm. Um, Although love is present, sometimes, I'll just, I'll speak generally, sometimes Mm -hmm. it just doesn't feel equal or, you know, um, fair or it doesn't feel like both people are in it together fighting for the same common goal sometimes you know it's unrequited sometimes it's not returned and it's a horrible feeling to be left in the void and you know that's a glossed over version (laughs) i understand well because with um when i was reading oh actually it led me to another question what you just said so you think love should be equal Ooh, I would like for it to be equal, but um, I've heard sayings like, um, make sure you find a man that loves you more than you love him, then you'll know you'll never be left in the void. But I I do feel like there should be, you know, mutual affection, Mm -hmm. mutual effort, mutual sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? That way it's not one person giving or one person expressing or one person won't feel taken advantage of. It's like, ooh, I I don't like the term transactional relationship, but I think mm-hmm. in order to have, and I'm no guru, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. but in order to have um, a healthy relationship where love is involved, uh, there has to be mutual sacrifice. There has to be mutual investment and hopefully that's even you know they say 100 100 we can't do 50 50 let's just both do our all mm-hmm. I like that I like that aspect because you know you both you're committing fully to something and I think that to, in, in in any relationship I think you guys need to both commit fully I don't think it should be one-sided I don't think that'll I think that'll never work yes, so definitely. I do agree with you so um but what message were you trying to convey in this poem hmm um for those of us who maybe empaths or you know practice empathy on a regular basis when we deal with people 
who are living their own lives and who are walking and experiencing this human experience, you know, just to be mindful not to lose yourself in loving someone else mm-hmm. and to make sure that your cup is full first, like love you to the fullest primarily so that you can then enhance another person's life rather than trying to find fulfillment by loving them yeah you know I agree that's that's another thing it leads me to your actual poem like the last three lines of your poem you said because I chose to love me I remember clear as day I made up my mind the day you finally walked away I feel like while the person walked away I still feel like you or the person if you're writing about yourself or if you're um envisioning a couple I feel like you were the strongest person because of all of the things you have been through you learned so much and it was in three stages so I, I felt this I felt like you know you gotta learn to you know just be not just be strong but like you learn trial and error you learn from your mistakes yes. but I felt like you had grown and I feel like you reach an audience who have um, been through similar uh, circumstances so I, I truly, I, I love that part. I just had to say that because I really liked it. Oh, <laughs> you know, man, like Nicole, it, I'm not yeah. going to lie. <laughs> like when I heard your um, podcast, I was just blushing. Oh, were you? from ear to ear. I'm like, oh, wow. It just, I don't know. It felt so good. Thank you. And I'm glad you liked it. I was like, oh, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. And I got to say thank you for the peer pressure. It's very effective. <laughs> You know, it does work. It works. (laughs) No, it's not just me, though, because I think like when I read your poems, uh, even the first one you sent me, I feel like the world needs to hear that. I feel like they need to see it. And I like your aspect because um, when you and me were emailing last week and you were saying, "Um, oh, here's this other one, Nicole, and it's not... um, it's a little bit emo. I laugh because I said, you know, <laughs> I feel like love is not going to be just, you know, a Disney movie, like the right. flowers and hearts all the time. It's like, that's why I wanted to dedicate the podcast to this. Cause I feel mm. like it's, there's a, so many aspects of it, anger, betrayal. Oh, you know, unrequited. Mm. Oh, you know, you'll never know. So I thought your poem fit perfect. So yeah, no, this, everyone deserves to hear this. And anyone listening right now, you hear that it doesn't mean that I'm looking for Disney. I'm looking for whatever you want to get. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads me to my next question what headspace were you in uh, when you wrote this specifically whatever you again whatever you feel comfortable sharing but what headspace were you in oh man you just kind of took me back but I'm grateful mm-hmm. um, truthfully I was just exiting a depression um, mm. I had kind of a dark cloud over me or just like a pessimistic view. There wasn't a lot of optimism. And I think that's why, like you hinted, the last few lines, there was more of an optimistic tint on it, Mm -hmm. like finding yourself, loving yourself, evolving as an individual. But prior to that, you know, I just had to express what was on my heart. Mm -hmm. Like I chose to sacrifice in this way. I chose to do this and I felt like you needed that, but... It was unrequited and truthfully a lot of this happened many years ago but you know just letting everything boil to the surface but when you're looking at life in retrospect through um a very uh, i don't even like to say depression but through a clouded lens you know it's easy for your perception to be a bit skewed so I'll say I was in a clouded headspace. 
Yeah. No, no, I understand. And you know what? So I don't know if it ties into you or in general. There will be so many I, black women. I feel like we do this a lot. Uh, well, if there's something wrong, we always because, you know, we're in this whole mindset where we have to be stronger or we have to mm-hmm. be, you know, so we, we brush off the fact that, no, you can suffer from a depression. You can suffer from a um, and it's it's up to you to, you know, use the uh, fine tools that you can um, utilize so that you can get better. So, you yes. know, don't don't I feel like if there's something wrong and you're in pain, you need to say that because I do believe that mental health is important and mental illness is something that a lot of people suffer from and it's misdiagnosed a lot so I feel like um, right when it comes to mental illness even with um with relationships I feel like that can even be a a difficult I guess trial to go through because this person their feelings may be amplified or you know I I just you know I I, based on what I've heard so you're on point yeah I (laughs) think no I think So I don't think you should brush that off. I think you really should, you know, it was a part of your life and we all go through stuff. And I think it's important to know, okay, yeah, you know, there's a, you will make it to the other side and you will endure, but it's not without its own set of hardships. So, you know, you learn and you get stronger. But again, this all to me was in that poem, Unrequited. I felt like you could feel so many emotions in that. And I really think it's important people see that as well. So yeah, I think that was really, really great. Um, I wanted to ask you, yeah, no problem. I wanted to ask you, what is your ultimate goal that you want or aspirations with your work? Like, what do you want people, not just people to get from it, but what, what do you want to take this writing, poetry or even fiction writing, nonfiction, whatever you want to do? Mm. Um, I just, I just want to amplify the journey mm-hmm. and show that there's healing, like healing mm-hmm. is possible that's that's the reason why I write poetry is to cope with my emotions when I can't really the verbal way to like express how I'm feeling I just I just need to release and heal and to me that's what it's all about if I do um pursue you know writing fiction or um any type of novel I just I want to just embrace I guess the journey Mm-hmm. and show that not Disney <laughs> love mm-hmm. is possible but mm-hmm. you know healing and happy endings are possible no matter what that may look like it might not even involve another person mm-hmm. but we can end happily in peace with ourselves you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying I do know what you're saying it sounds more like self-love too I love that yeah and um do you feel like in your poetry it's important like to reference your own life or do you think you like create an image of your head of a couple or someone that you've seen so like from your own work do you reference a lot of yourself or do you just reference what you've seen truthfully and as self-centered as it might sound (laughs) I reference myself often Mm because it's just me trying to cope but I have had a few prompts where um I've been challenged to change my perspective to that of like a community or Mm -hmm. I even wrote like a little um, play that involved a few school age characters and you know that is a bit more challenging for me and it doesn't seem as authentic but I do enjoy it. Yeah, I, I don't. Again, it was uh, I was asking because there's no right answer. It's whatever you draw inspiration from. Is it yourself? Okay, it's self-centered, but it's 
it may seem self-centered, but I feel like sometimes the best work comes from people's own hardships or own experiences. So yeah, I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And when you're not writing, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, When I'm not writing, I'm enjoying parenting my my four-year-old toddler runs my world I love him very much and I'm working trying to travel I got a girl's trip coming up I'm excited (laughs) you know pandemic and quarantine and the shutdown put a lot of things on pause but Mm -hmm. I'm coming out (laughs) (laughs) and I need that that's a part of you know maintaining my mental health I have to Mm -hmm. not feel like I'm driving in the same seven circles every day day after day you know Mm -hmm. So I got to go see some of the world. Um, I love to travel. I love to go for walks, exercise. You know, the list goes on. I'm a regular schmegler type of girl. But um, <laughs> Top place you want to go. <laughs> but what's that? What's the top place you want to go or visit? I want to go to Bali. Oh, that's nice. Thailand. Oh. Um, I want to go. I want to go to Jamaica. I want to yeah. go to Japan. Like where I'm going this year, um, I'm doing a quick turnaround to LA in a couple weeks, and then I'm going to Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic, and I'm excited about that. You may find a whole bunch of inspiration down there. You, Girl, tell, you I know. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to the podcast. Tell us of your travels, of your writing. Okay, I will write something <laughs> while I'm there. That that will be a good way to remain um, centered. <laughs> That's why I'm always lost in the sauce. <laughs> Okay, now here's a, I don't know if this is an easy question or a difficult question. I don't know. It depends on, I've asked people this before, but what advice would you give to any budding writers? Mm. I guess um, just to start, you know, don't overthink. Mm -hmm. Um, Just start with the, the first thought or the first line and let it flow go back Mm -hmm. and edit later but Mm -hmm. just start and I'm not a professional or anything by any means but um I'm just the advocate for writing down your heart getting your thoughts out just putting everything from pen to paper straight from the soul you know I think that is such good advice. I spoke with the previous guest I had, R.S. Hobson, and I told, we had talked about art being subjective and mm. how it's so important that, yeah, just, just get it down and write it, write it out. Because, you know, what someone else, I hate to say what another, another man's trash is another man's treasure. I hate all those <laughs> sayings, but it is true in the sense that one person, right. person may not like it, but another person or several hundred may love it. And I feel like that's the journey of a writer. So yes. I think that is so like such good advice. Like don't overthink this. Like just, you got an idea, you write it down. Like that's how mm-hmm. some of the best uh, works are created. And of course I have to ask because I'm a poet lover myself. But do you mind reading your poetry, The Unrequited, for us? I do not mind at all. And also, I want to shout out last week's guest. Her poem, The Velvet Rope, was, like, delicious. When I heard that, I was like, oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah, I'm kind of quasi-stalking her. If she's listening right now, hi, hi girl. And um, we're waiting for your next hit. We don't want you to suffer, 
but if right. we would love to have some more work so <laughs> yes and i love the way her story turned around too and the challenge her she and her friend had like that's mm-hmm. beautiful yeah, I, was I went back in notes. I tried to yeah. stalk her too a little bit. I checked her <laughs> IG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna follow her. We're gonna follow your journey. Actually, you know, typically I'm not into sci fi books, but she's writing a sci fi. I've been based oh. on what it's about. The synopsis it sounds so good. So I'm definitely gonna read that. So, yeah, yes, me too. Don't forget, yeah. you gotta share it on the next one. Um, I will. <laughs> okay, Journey of Okay. <laughs> I chose to love you. I remember clear as day. You told me your truth as I wiped your tears away. We stood beneath the stars, deep into the night. I looked into your eyes as you refused to connect with mine. Your body language screamed for disconnect, while at the same time, my mind entwined a story of love divine. Street lights added highlights to your skin. So smooth, so brown, so warm. It was beautiful. I felt my soul begin to merge with yours. I was dutiful. I felt it my job to purge out every ounce of pain and negativity from your being. I wanted to heal you. I wanted to love you. I wanted. I wanted to find fulfillment through you. I chose to love you. I remember clear as day. You told me your truth as I wiped your tears away. I admired the fact that you shared a secret so deep with me. You inspired me to be a better me, live by my principles, abide by my agreement, rid myself of dissonance and live harmoniously, simply without the complications of anxiety. But then you added to it. Your humanity separated itself from your divinity and you fell into familiar habits, but I already saw the higher you and I was hooked. So for years, I stayed by your side trying to grab it and pull it. You, y'all, back to the surface because I chose to love you. I remember clear as day. You told me your truth as I wiped your tears away. We stood beneath the stars, deep into the night. I looked into your eyes as you refused to connect with mine. See, the dream you tried to sell me, although of top-tier quality, didn't truthfully include the real you. Well, at least not you holistically. When I felt you slip from me, I began to view you differently. But I already peeped your potential, so I was on standby for that. Although I was hooked on you by emotions and mental, my physical started to get off track. So when you left my side, and took my emotions with you my being couldn't handle all that my humanity separated itself from my divinity and i fell into familiar habits but i already saw who i had potential to be and was hooked so for years i tried to grab it because i chose to love me i remember clear as day i made up my mind the day you finally walked away well, that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I Ooh, loved I it and I know all of it. Oh my you. gosh. Oh, you felt it? I'm so glad you did. I could hear it in your voice. I, I love you, Sherelle, because I can hear the emotion in your voice. And it was so amazing. 
Uh, thank you. Thank you, yeah. Nicole. You're so, so welcome. And I feel like not just me. I know the viewers are going to love this. And especially when I, you know, make all of you follow Sherelle on her social media and hunt her down and ask her where's her <laughs> new poetry coming because we're all going to peer pressure because it, it seems to work. It so. does work. Sad to say. <laughs> oh. But thank you so much for coming to my uh, show, my podcast, and I will definitely be following you and I can't wait if you have any new poetry or, you know, hopefully we can feature you again. But thank you so much um, for not just supporting it, but for being a guest on my show. Thank you so much for creating and just having this space, Nicole. Like, it's so important. I feel like poetry and self-expression is healing and love. Mm -hmm. God is Mm -hmm. love. So Mm -hmm. involving um, healing and love all in one space. It's You got something special here, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Don't make me cry. I can't do too much. (laughs) All right. Until later. Thank thank you so much. Of course. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Nicole. And that concludes episode five of Expressions and Definitions. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I want to give a shout out to Sherelle Carter. She was absolute gem to be on my budding poetry podcast and I'm glad that she was able to read her own poem I requited it as you guys could tell from the poem it was uh so uh moving filled to the brim with emotion and I just want to um again give her a shout out and give her the proper praise that her work and what she's do um thank you guys so much I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to hearing your thoughts on this week's podcast thank you so much and see you soon